0: What's going on? You are listening to Tags Podcast, aka Talk About Gay Sex. This is episode 185. I'm your host, Steve V. Really happy to be with my two cubicle mates, Jeremy Ross Lopez. Hey, and, hi. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Lincoln, my other cubicle mate, uh, sitting across <laughs> from me in my imaginary office space. How you doing?
1: I'm doing really well. I don't think anyone's going to be in a cubicle ever again. It's ridiculous. That's why I, th- I didn't know.
0: <laughs> exactly. I and, isn't, and isn't that a good thing?
1: Uh, it is.
0: A I cubicle? Don't know. Well, we'll talk more about that. Um, First of all, though, Jeremy, how's your week going? And I understand you're going away.
2: Yes, I can't wait. So Monday, uh, Wednesday can't come soon enough. I'm going to, uh, it's considered further up north, but it's to the mountains uh, to uh, a place called North Conway. It's a really cute uh, town in New Hampshire. And it's just very scenic and lots of hiking and Ugh. Natural rivers and all that stuff.
1: Nice. That sounds so beautiful.
0: I'm already loving it. Just the thought of nature and outdoors is, is like amazing. So, yeah. well, enjoy, enjoy. I, we, we'll have to have stories when you get back. Definitely, Lincoln. I was just thinking about walking by the protein Baker the other day. And do you have a sweet treat or anything you want? Let. What's your favorite sweet treat from the protein bakery? Well, here's
1: about? a little like pre-announcement we're not announcing it until my birthday my birthday is on august 18th uh, every year and this year we're announcing our new birthday cake blondie which is a low sugar keto friendly blondie with Yum. 12 grams i think of protein total for the whole thing and it has little sprinkles on it and it tastes like birthday cake batter and it's super yummy
0: Oh my god. Yeah, I'm so we're going to
1: announce it full on on my birthday, but if you do stop by before then we have some. So, uh definitely stock up on those, you know, every day can be your birthday with the birthday cake blondie. It's really good.
0: <laughs> and people should just go to the proteinbakery.com.
1: Yep, it's there. It's hiding. <laughs>
0: Well, this week's After Show on our Patreon page in honor of summertime, Uh, it's always better to be outside, too, during this pandemic. I am sharing with you on the After Show all my favorite outdoor sex stories that I've ever had. Yay! It's it's a countdown, and I'll be (laughs) sharing. You can relive some of those moments since we can't really travel on where i was who i did and what the how it was doing it outdoors so it should be a lot of fun on the after show of dark and dirty it's at patreon.com forward slash talk about gay sex for and that's where you get extra special sexy perks um i well, love a-
1: outdoor sex i'm sorry i just want to throw do out there. you yeah I no yeah do. <laughs> i love feeling
0: the sun
1: i love smelling nature i love if it's like somewhere slightly public the risk of getting caught i think it's all very very exciting very fun especially it always feels i think my best outside sex was in palm springs because you oh, would well, go over people's houses and it'd be like come to the pool and be outside. And the sun was so strong and warm. And yeah, I love it. There's something
0: cool about, well, there's something cool about beachside sex and then there's something cool about that desert kind of sex. Jeremy, do you like outdoor sex?
2: I love it
0: you do
1: yes. <laughs> he's outdoors I, right now you were outdoors i know
0: He went outdoors right now it sounded like,
1: like it right yes, yes. i'm outdoors having I, sex
2: right now Sorry. it's funny i just got up to put the ac up because it's like, <laughs> out.
0: you went outdoors i got it i love it i that's love funny. it yeah so that's, that's at our patreon after show um Just real quick. Hold on one second. Oh, a quick upcoming announcement. I have, we have a third upcoming podcast that I'm going to layer in um, every week. It's three podcasts now. It's a new live interactive show with a brand new platform called Get Vocal, V-O-K-L. And it debuts Wednesday, August 19th at 9 p.m. Eastern time. And it's going to be this interactive show using the Get Vocal platform where in real time people can either it's kind of like a cross between facebook and zoom so people can come on video wise they can comment with us in real time and a lot of yeah they reached out to me and it's going to be a brand new tags live and we can talk about a lot of the shows that uh, the three of us are talking about kind of break down even in deeper conversations with our audience it's mm-hmm. a chance for our audience to really partake in have have a viewpoint and let us know how they feel if they disagree with us or if they have something to say about some of our hot gay sex topics it's going to be all coming uh every wednesday starting august 19th at 9 p.m on get vocal more information to come can't wait for that um there's some recent stories that I wanted to go into with you guys before we get into some hot gay sex topics. And one of them is where I'm from in the Bay Area, the Bay Area reported on this as Oakland pride uh, approaches swiftly, they just unveiled progressively, I think a brand new Oakland pride logo. And if anyone knows about Oaklandish or Oakland, they have sort of the tree of life symbol. I have so many of their... Oh, I
2: love that symbol. Yeah. That
0: uh, sweater that you have from there. Exactly. And hats. And Mm -hmm. as Oakland Pride came around, they decided, I think, in a really forward-thinking way to incorporate, as they always have, the rainbow flag. But now they've included the colors brown and black. And it's a new logo incorporating colors of the progress flag as they like to call it to include black brown indigenous and trans people alongside the six familiar rainbow flag colors the organization stated that it's the first major pride celebration to use its logo to prominently embrace inclusivity with the added progress colors and the new logo will be a part of oakland's pride virtual celebration that will take place september 6th through 13th the organization announced uh, in june and i think it's kind of cool that i love it that's where i'm from i lived in oakland california i love the logo already i'm already asking for t-shirts and logos that i can sport around but i think the inclusion of the black and brown and the trans meaning of it all is is a good thing i mean i don't know what do you guys think about the inclusivity factor on that
2: it is. I love the idea and I think that that's great that they've uh, made the decision to include
0: it. Absolutely. And it
1: feels very Oakland. I mean, it feels very, I'm looking at it right now, it feels very Northern California and yeah. appropriate and, you know, we. I'm from, like, I guess most people know Walnut Creek, California, and San Francisco was always a hop skipping away from where I was being raised. So it's been ahead of the curve and incorporating everything. But I love the tree of life too, because it's always such a great symbol. I love it. It's nice.
0: Yeah. I was thinking at some point it would be cool to have a tattoo with the tree of life, but I do love the inclusion of all these colors, which might even be cooler, yeah, at some point. So we'll see. Cool. Um, good for Oakland and for all the people in the Bay Area. There's Definitely. another story out there. I'll, I'm just going to ask Jeremy. Hey, do you know what a what the slang term "bussy" stands for, or boosy? Of course, I do. <laughs> what does it stand for? Boy, pussy. <laughs> Boy, pussy. Yes, exact. Wow. Did you know that, Lincoln? Absolutely not. I did not either.
1: <laughs> I really didn't. Um,
0: there's a news story out there. Bottoms and tops alike are losing it over this new electric camper van called the e Busi.
2: Oh, and my God. I saw that.
0: The Exactly. And it's actually kind of like a bullet-shaped camper. It's right. very modern looking, but a throwback to an old camper and they asked the question in this article on Queerty, how can you tell if a company doesn't employ a single LGBTQ person on its senior staff? Well, the answer is when it releases a new electric camper van called the Ebusi. <laughs> That's exactly what happened at Electric Brands, a German-based car company that specializes in producing RVs and modular buses. The e is a revolutionary all-wheel drive camper van that comes in 10 different body forms and two chassis standard and off-road starting at around 18,000. And yeah, I don't, I think it's really hilarious though that I didn't know what that was. I'm of course you knew Jeremy what playing <laughs> <slang term was. laughs> I,
2: I I saw that go around. Uh, I feel like on social media, I saw uh, them making fun of the fact that someone named it after that. And, and of course it, they'd probably know by now, but I'm sure they had absolutely no idea. And I just thought what a hysterical name for, something that many gays refer to like. That is so funny. Yeah.
0: And Lincoln, you know, you know a little bit about marketing and what works in marketing for the gays. Do you think that the gays will actually buy or be intrigued by the camper knowing that, you know, we like spaces like a camper, you can actually have sex in probably, and it could actually be kind of a cool semi-outdoor space to have sex in. Do you think it'll attract the gays? I think it will,
1: but you know what? Through the years of trying to market Protein Bakery to gay people exclusively, or sometimes it works, and sometimes a whole other echelon of a community appreciates the idea more than even the gay people. So I think it's hard to tell, especially in this day and age, and especially in this current day and age when you don't know how people are seeing it whether it's on their phone or on their laptop or when they're actually at a place where they can wrap their head around it and enjoy it. You know what I mean? So it's interesting. I I wonder, I don't know. I have never been able to nail that demographic no matter what. I remember one year I was standing with uh, who I started the protein baker with. This was a long, long time ago at the white party selling brownies at Roseland
0: and wow. it was. and
1: everyone's like, Oh my God, it's going to be great. Oh my God, it's going to be great. Oh my God, it's going to be great. The last thing people want to do is eat a high protein snack at a circuit party. Trust me, <laughs> they want a banana, a boy and a dance beat. They don't yeah. need a brownie at the moment. So <laughs> it was also at least 20, you know, 18 years ago, 19 years ago. So maybe now it would work. But back then with something new, people didn't get it at all. So it really depends.
0: Well, I think this company's really onto something for all groups because it seems like the camper, the RV, has really come into play for the straights, gays. My transgender friend, Kyle, that I think you guys know who's been on this show before, him and his husband bought an old RV, one of those silver bullet ones, and they renovated the shit out of it. It looks so cool in upstate New York, and they are putting it on airbnb so you can actually go on their property and they have acres yeah they've got acres of land in upstate new york so you're going to be in a really beautiful area if anyone's curious in upstate new york uh let me know and i will put you in contact with it and it it's what they what kyle and his uh, partner have done with this rv is really cool kyle who's been on the show as a trans person and then i've got a straight friends that basically were gave up their whole careers to kind of drive around the country in a RV, a modern, modern day one that doesn't look old school at all, that has all the perks in it, which is, so there's the straights. And then recently on my show, I had porn star Dante Cole on the show who lives, parks his RV that he also decked out, that looks really cool by his friend's house in Malibu Canyon in the LA area. And he lives in that. And he's decked it out with even a pull-up bar in the back. And, oh, cool. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, there's three examples of the straights, gays, trans that are, or by I don't know. Dante goes by all of it, but does gay porn. So, mm-hmm. interestingly enough, I think they're onto something. So, however you feel about it, I think it's kind of a, it's a hot commodity right now, however you look at it. It's awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, we asked the poll, I think, the last time you guys were on, our poll question was, in general, have you noticed that you've let let your guard down with your safety precautions relating to COVID? And in general, most um, people said not at all. Uh, There was a small percentage of people that said a bit. And I mentioned this on Sex with Stevie the other day to Cody, my co-host on that show, that uh, I would have to answer a bit in this one just because... When the pandemic first started, you know, I've always worn the mask. We're all obviously all proponents of the mask, but Mm -hmm. I was actually wearing the black rubber gloves, the disposable gloves, so much so that anytime I went out, whether it was to the laundry room or to the grocery store, I was wearing those black gloves. And then, of course, I would come home. And at the time, originally, they said to wipe down your groceries with like a cleaning product before you put them away. And it was this whole procedure. Well, I don't do that anymore. So I guess I've relaxed it a bit. Um, yeah, I don't know Have either one of you guys have anything where you've relaxed it or you're not at all.
2: I think I've definitely relaxed. I mean, I still do the mask for sure. But I definitely stopped with the gloves. Uh, maybe right. two months in. Uh, but I definitely always have my hands clean, but that wasn't, that was way before COVID. Uh, So I think it's definitely helpful to just make sure that your surfaces are always
0: clean. Yeah. You're a very, which is good. um, Pristine cleaning surfaces all the time. And that's really, yeah.
1: I'm a cleanaholic. So I, I, um, I'm always cleaning. I still spray in the air sometimes, too, especially in the shop. When someone comes in and leaves, I spray uh, Lysol air just to get that kind of moving in the air as well. I don't Lincoln, look, just
0: don't inject into yourself with Lysol, okay? Like don't our president worry. told us. Okay. <laughs>
1: don't worry. <laughs> um, I don't do the rubber gloves anymore. Peter does those a lot, especially on City Bike. And I just yeah. am really careful to use hand sanitizer a lot more. Because the more I wash my hands, the drier they get. And that drives me nuts. So the hand sanitizer really works.
0: You know me. what? I've I've been riding my bike, the city bikes, like you guys around the city a lot, doing outdoor workouts. And I pack a little knapsack or backpack pretty much every day because I'm always out now. Like, who am I? <laughs> but I'm loving it. <laughs> and I don't go anywhere without my hand sanitizer And and yeah, I do the same thing, too. So at least because you are, whether you like it or not, you're opening doors and you're doing, yeah. So it just makes sense for that. Poll question number two was, will you be asking or have you been asking potential sex partners their safety practices relating to COVID and if they've had the virus or not? So nobody said yes. (laughs) One person said not really. And most people said, I haven't hooked up with anyone in months. And Richard went on to say, I haven't hooked up much since this has started, but I admit, I never asked when I did. Am I, uh, And I am someone considered in the high-risk group. So thank you, Richard, for your honesty on that. Um, yeah, I mean, I think... It's uh, it's good to know these things. It's probably a good idea just to if you are gonna have a conversation, perhaps. Um, you know, just saying. Um, our other poll question was: Do you think that gay men will alter certain sexual practices, like hooking up with multiple partners, at least until we find a vaccine for COVID? Um, once a couple people said, "I do feel that way," but the majority of people said was no not really so not really they don't think that gay men will alter their sexual practices much and again um richard on this one said i really wish i could say yes to this and i think for some of it will be a yes but let's face it for most gay men the sex rules and most are willing to ignore everything to get our rocks off i don't know jeremy what do you think about that answer do you agree or disagree i
2: mean i definitely disagree i still have I have always had precautions and also just know I always feel the need to ask regardless but I also don't like to put people on the spot and like interrogate them so I think it's just healthy to have natural conversation uh, but I definitely don't avoid it altogether
0: right. right I I think I kind of agree with you I don't know Lincoln thoughts yeah, I on think, that
1: I think men are more responsible than that. I think that that, that we're just going to throw it all to the wind and every, no, that doesn't work. I disagree <laughs> completely. That's ridiculous.
0: Well, I do, I know, but here I was lying out on the Chelsea piers over the weekend. And, um, you know, they have these interesting, these chalk circles where if you, a friend of mine that I is in my neighbor, he's in my social bubble right now, if you will, we literally hung out in one of those bubbles And not everybody was like honoring that. And we were, a couple of times we had to get up and move. And we were in one of those designated circles that should, people should know, like, don't get here. And we were overhearing some gay guys talking about, oh, yeah, you know, we went to, Ashbury Park and did you go and the, like some party or something that was happening. Now, I don't know. I was eavesdropping so I can't really <laughs> t- totally yeah. speak to that they were acting not necessarily cautiously but it did seem that some are and others are sort of like, But I like, do think yeah, the whatever.
1: majority
0: is, that's what I'm talking about. The, there's always going to be the exception to every
1: rule. I get that. But I think the majority of people are realizing like I keep saying this. Like if I went last night out, who the hell is going to be out? Like I'm not. Believe
0: it or not, there's a lot of people out. It's I just know. a different.
2: I've seen a lot of New York, and I'm like, oh my god, it looks like yeah, it just went back to normal. Uh, yeah, I really normal.
1: And when I go out and look around, there's people sometimes, but there's no, there's no one I know, and there's yeah. not an abundance of people. And now we're about to go into like a big rainstorm. So I guess everyone's going to stay home again.
0: I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. I mean, I'd like to believe that people are, and I hope that they are, and I hope numbers don't go up. And so we'll just have to keep on seeing. Thanks for playing on that. This week's poll, you guys, everybody can all partake in this week's poll. We're asking the questions. If you're in a relationship this time, if you're in a relationship, are you having the same or more sex during COVID? Hmm. I hope Mm. Lincoln, you answer that. If you're (laughs) single, have you taken on a lover, as I like to say, or a fuck buddy (laughs) that you trust? And are you being honest about your health habits and habits during this period? And then lastly, um, we just kind of want to gauge your summer. Are you in general? Are you having a good summer? Um, You know, I'm just going to ask you two this question real quick. Are you having a good summer, Jeremy? I am. I'm having a great summer. I
2: mean, I'm definitely, it's a lot more low key than what I expected it to be. But I'm grateful that I'm alive and healthy and working full time. And yeah, I mean, I can't complain. I'm enjoying the weather when I can. And I've been busier at work than normal. And it's been a decent summer. I mean, like we talked about on the last podcast, we're supposed to go to concerts and out of the country and stuff and so I can only be grateful that I have been safe with family and
0: just relaxing. Absolutely, absolutely. I agree and you're about to have an even better time beginning Wednesday when you go away.
1: Yay. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> Lincoln, um, we know that with everything going on and you own a business and you're dealing with your mom, I, I hate to even I don't know. You tell me. Well,
1: you know, I'm trying to live in the moment. And I'm having a good summer because I'm alive and I'm not sick. And Peter's not sick. And Salty Pretzel, my dog, is happy and bouncing all over the place. So I'm grateful for that. My mom is still alive and kicking, even though we're taking it one day at a time. And the bakery is still chugging along. But it does feel like everything is heavy, no matter what. It feels like I'm doing triple the work at the bakery and the numbers the numbers are not triple. I wish I was still teaching my classes at crunch and still teaching fitness, but that's vanished. And I don't know when that's coming back and the endorphins and the, the sweat that I used to get in that regard is you can't replace that. You know what I mean? I can yeah. run around the block or teach to some people at the peers or do something like it but i I just i miss that adrenaline and that responsibility for that amount of people but but it's an okay summer sometimes they don't believe it's summer
0: (laughs) i hear you (laughs) You and you know and speaking a heavy nice segue of working out um you know if you're during this heat wave that so many of us are having across the country right now and across the world as we have listeners all over um if your balls are feeling sweaty, have we got the product for you? And I know you have it, Jeremy, and I just gave oh it to God, you. It. The, Revi- the Crop Reviver by Manscaped, it's a ball toner spritzer spray that along with my hand sanitizer when I'm packing up my knapsack, I just put this Crop Reviver toner. And you'll notice when you open up your kit, Lincoln that you got today. I can't wait. I haven't
1: opened it yet, but I am very excited. As you're
0: running around the protein bakery and sweating and doing all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Peter's going to appreciate this. Just put a couple (laughs) spritz on there. It's got one of my favorite ingredients, aloe vera that I'm obsessed with these days. And so it'll just cool them off and won't be that funky. And everybody can get 20% off right now by using our promo code tags, T-A-G-S at checkout. Just go to manscaped.com. Well, let's get into some uh, hot gay sex topics, a couple of them that I want you guys to weigh in. And currently, I don't know if you've heard this, but there's a decade-old ban on gay bathhouses in San Francisco due to HIV um, that was—it's interesting that now it's about to be lifted, and all the supervisors in San Francisco— Um, are weighing in on this. So bathhouses were once a major gathering, as Mm -hmm. most of us know, for gay men in San Francisco and other cities. During the HIV and AIDS pandemic, the city put restrictions on the bathhouses, forcing many of them to close. Well, interestingly enough, now the city is removing those restrictions, allowing for bathhouses to potentially return. Now, it might seem an interesting time that they would allow bathhouses of all places, I would argue, to open now. But this was something that was in the works pre-COVID-19, mm-hmm. as more than three decades ago, the HIV pandemic closed. Um, and they, um, the San Francisco Board of Supervisors voted unanimously uh, recently to remove these restrictions on, a, on, quote, adult sex houses. All right bathhouses, that banned, and this is the interesting part, that banned locked doors for private rooms rented by bathhouse patrons and requiring monitoring of the sexual activities of customers. So it was really, it was on bathhouses, but it was really that concept that for so many of us that know, okay, Lincoln and me, <laughs> bath, you, there's, you can often rent your own little room and, and have this kind of locked door experience and that was really what they were banning because there are and have been some sex clubs in San Francisco. It's just that everything always had to be out in the open so that people could monitor. Now, okay, were people really monitoring? I would argue, I don't know about that. It's an old age, old um, scare and fear obviously towards AIDS and HIV that just never got lifted and so the San Francisco Board of Supervisors has really been working to lift that because they because they one of their arguments is there's sexual practices for gay men have changed and Mm -hmm. things like PrEP are helping people to remain uh, rates of HIV are on the, the, the decline so I don't know. I guess it's interesting how it's all coming out now, though. I guess, do you think this lifting on banning of sex clubs in San Francisco is a little too late? And do you think reopening bathhouse fits or doesn't fit in our gay cultural landscape anymore? Uh, I don't know. I'll start with you, Lincoln.
1: Well, I think it, I don't know, it, it doesn't this come, isn't this reminiscent of Roman days and haven't, men been coming together for years and years, privately gay men, men performing things with other men that don't necessarily fall under the gay heading. So I think it's, I think it's that collection of men and that male bonding that's happened for years and years and centuries that it's still going to be part of our society. But at the moment we're on a break
0: Mm -hmm.
1: at the moment. We're on a break from going to a bar so we have to be on a break from going to more intimate settings and, and doing that behavior because we want to protect one another and we also don't want to get sick ourselves. So we need to step up, be an adult, and not do that behavior for a, fight, for a small amount of time so that we can get back to it. And we will get back to it. You know, we, we took a break from sexual behavior in that way because so many people were passing away back in the day. And then when PrEP came along, we were jumping back into that behavior, but not everyone jumped back into it. And I think that's going to happen again because of COVID. Some Mm -hmm. people will never go back into that setting ever. Other people will go back and they'll be very cautious. Mm -hmm. And other people will go back full throttle. And I also think depending on a vaccine and if you've already had COVID, that that will also – Influence your decision. And then you need enough people to make it worthwhile for the people that want to start that business or run that business can sustain it.
0: Right. And, you know, for some people like Jeremy, who you have been very vocal about, you've never really been into the sex clubs. I can remember bringing dragging you there to (laughs) some here and you just sort of sit in the bar area (laughs) as I go have my fun. I I like
2: being a fly on the wall. I have no problem with them in general, but it's definitely not my like my MO or my first option if I'm going to go out and be social. And you and I both know I love the the, like poppy dance bars like, a lot more. Yeah. But I definitely like the vibe of them. I just... it's, It wouldn't be, like, my first option to go. And now with all of this going on, I mean, I, I think I may fall into that category of being one to hardly ever go, like, moving forward.
0: Yeah. Do you think that they make sense anymore knowing what we know now and what is going on about how... Just knowing that... We just were talking a few minutes ago about surfaces and going to the grocery stores and wearing rubber gloves whether we get on a city bike or to buy our groceries and knowing what we know now that we leave potentially an imprint of the virus on our fingertips, do you think that sex clubs make sense anymore?
2: I mean, I don't think it's for us to decide if they make sense. I think for, I mean, of course, certain people are going to always go to them. And then I think like Lincoln said, a lot of people will change their decision uh, just based off of like uh, just current events and the smartest decision for themselves moving forward. So I really think it's going to end up being like a personal opinion or uh, also just like what your safety precautions are. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and in Europe, like in Berlin or in Amsterdam, that's such a way of life. I think it'll be different there compared to major cities in the U.S. and then rural towns in the U.S. I think it's it's all changing. It's all going to change.
0: It's interesting that you said – europe and i forget where i was recently talking about that a place in paris called le depot and it's this awesome bar that really combines three or four levels i can't even remember of disco club or club with great djs bar and then there's this maze that you can kind of go two different mazes and in one of the mazes there's actually like we were talking about doors that don't lock but you could be on the dance floor at one moment and spin around and find yourself mazing through this half circle where there's you could hook up with some guy in like a little door in like a little cubicle and get out of there and they actually have a bar set up in that maze too so then you can spin and get a cocktail and then spin back on the dance floor with your friends and it it, it's the epitome of what you're saying the way of life and i personally love that Mm -hmm. and you know i i do like this i i personally like that because it combines the things that you guys at least know me for loving a good bar setting which is about socializing loving being around great DJ dance music whether it's dancing or actually just hearing it on loud speakers and the vibe and the thumping and the baseline to having a sexual interlude if I want to or at least knowing that it's there and that whole recipe is something that I will miss that I do hope to your point Lincoln may come in some way shape or form when there's a vaccine perhaps and yeah i do sort of miss that but i'm not missing it currently knowing with what we're all going through and i'm certainly not naive to all of this and it it is what it is and i'm yeah i guess that's how i feel about that so nice um moving on real quick there's a a new uh, a study that Glad, we all know Glad, right, partnered up with Gilead. Gilead does PrEP and Descovy, and they wanted to uh, do a study on the state of HIV stigma, which they found out that HIV in general stigma still exists in America. I'm just going to read you a couple things here. Nearly six in 10 Americans wrongfully, wrongfully believe that it is important to be careful around people living with HIV to avoid catching it. Um, In general, most of the study and what they're going to found that there's still this stigma in 2020. In other words, I guess some of the questions to be asked or what they're going to be asking and what they want to do is, you know, why have with all the work of all the foundations and what we know about HIV and AIDS, like why are, do people have a lack of knowledge? And and actually when they did the studies, they broke it down into heterosexual and LGBTQ. And in some cases, there was a percentile of LGBTQ people that didn't know enough about the HIV virus. and. I think I don't know. Lincoln does that finding the six in ten Americans that wrongfully believe that it's important to be careful around people living with HIV to avoid catching it. Do you? Does that su- surprise you at all? As someone like myself that we, you know we grew up th- during the AIDS crisis and during our twenties and thirties with the fear of getting it. Does that surprise you at all?
1: Um, it doesn't surprise me because the world is the population is big and the gay population is still not that big. And I do think the ignorance and not knowing a lot about it and being scared of it because they never knew someone that died of it or, you know, I, I, it just reminds me that I'm in a bubble. I'm in a Chelsea boy or Chelsea daddy that moved from the Castro bubble that it's always been such a part of my life that I can't imagine it, but I believe it. Because so many people, you know, just don't know about it. And when you don't know about stuff, you become afraid, you become scared, and you start to believe the worst that can happen is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Personally, my life has not been affected a lot by, by people with cancer. I don't know a lot. I, I Thank God I haven't had a lot of people in my life die of cancer or deal with cancer. So to me, I don't know what that looks like. And I might be more afraid of of that when it happens, you know, so I believe it. It's unfortunate, but I believe it. And it makes me feel like I really live in a bubble.
0: Yeah, yeah. And Jeremy, you know, there's, like I said before, there's a finding in this study that indicates that even within our own LGBTQ community, some of us and and the percentiles, 55% of our community that they polled in this study feel knowledgeable about HIV, only 55%. That means that what? My math's not very good. Does that mean that 45%. 45%. Yep. Yeah, okay, <laughs> You got, got it. it. All right, I'm not really good with that. <laughs> don't. And does, I don't know, does that number surprise you? And do you think it's younger gays that would fail, that would fall into that percentile, the 45% I mean, due to growing up in a prep era?
2: I don't know. I don't know if, I mean, I still think it's, it's not okay. And I think it's so important that when you are just a part of our community, any shape or form, it's so important to be educated and aware. And I think that there are so many different realms that you can gain knowledge in. And even just by watching pose and things like that, I think there's so many different facets that you can learn from that I I just find it hard to even fathom that there is that percentage that
0: doesn't know or you're a millennial and one of your favorite films that you've promoted on this show several times is the hbo film the normal heart right Mm -hmm. that is a huge famous play i really really loved that
2: film and it it educates you in a way that you want to be educated but it's also like traumatic what they go what the characters go through and it's such a beautiful depiction and I know that you had said that the play was even uh, just more in depth and a different way of uh, portraying that story. And I think that it's a perfect example of something that people could use just to try and educate themselves or show people that they know aren't educated about the topic.
1: It's a great play. I love that play. I actually saw it. it? I saw it at the, I've seen it four times. Times in different forms. Ah, wow. The last one I saw live was with Raúl Julia down oh at um, no Raúl Esparza. Raúl Esparza down at the Public Theater, and it was breathtaking. Like everyone was crying so hard that <laughs> it was crazy. It's it's a really good, really good educational play. It's awesome.
0: And if people want to just watch it now, it's on demand. I think you'd watch the HBO film version, which is equally good and yeah. and, and powerful. And, and you'll get to know at least what the AIDS epidemic, what people actually went through. And I really want to, um, I love what this study is doing between Glad and Gilead on looking at the state of HIV stigma. And one of the things that they're going to continue to do is a simple statement is... HIV is not easily transmitted. HIV cannot be passed through healthy, unbroken skin. And U equals U, undetectable equals untransmittable. If someone with HIV is adhering to their treatment, their viral load is undetectable with effectively no risk of transmitting HIV. This reality has not broken through to the general public. Stigma continues to hinder efforts to educate the public about prevention and treatment options and suppress valuable conversations about HIV between friends and loved ones. And I'll just say this one thing, that on Facebook, you have the option often to promote, and Facebook often has, with our tags podcast page said oh do you want to this post is doing really well do you want to promote it and of course it means money right but for like 10 bucks you can get if something is doing well and they say do you want to use a built-in uh tags tags i mean not tags podcast but like tags that you've used before so i've created different tags that i've used before for our world pride live broadcast that include other lgbtq publications so you would think when i would click that that it would get to and then pay the promotional fee that it would go out to like-minded lgbtq people correct can i get a name (laughs) in? yeah well yeah that would be yes so yeah and, and so the anth- but what I found time and time again is and I'm I want to write into them is I've gotten to speak to this point a lot of hate. Like in other words, it went into other people's feeds that probably are actually the opposite. <laughs> I mean, we're talking wow. haters of gays and LGBT rights and you know, wishing us dead and not us but just gay people and one of them wrote like don't people know AIDS kills you and literally horrific things that I have to then go on there and delete and it's just a waste of time and I'm more annoyed that I fell into the prey of like promoting something via Facebook ads. So, I just think that, yeah, education is not out there. And just to the, I love what they're doing, Gilead and Glad, to educate people. And obviously, we all know some people are never going to change their opinions. It's, you know, the sad fact of, you know, our world, but some people just don't know. And And the other
1: sad fact is that people are reading stuff and seeing stuff and taking it as, law or as medical advice. I mean, look at all the erroneous medical advice around COVID-19. You know, it's just been so mysterious and twisted. And it's just showing how, you know, there used to be a day where you needed to be a doctor to say certain things, and you would never say them to the public unless you were. Mm -hmm. And now people are saying it all over the place for different products that don't have any health benefits it's it's crazy it's crazy yeah
0: Madness. yeah well i want to thank my lovely co-host my cubicle partners <laughs> <laughs> don't forget to take this week's poll about um if you're having sex if you're in a relationship or not and so much more and if you're having a good summer go to patreon.com forward slash talk about gay sex and we'll report on those findings it's all free and it's a lot of fun to report in when you take those polls jeremy ross lopez have a thank you and have a great of vacation oh, yeah you. enjoy it and lincoln ha- enjoy the week ahead i know you're crazy crazy busy you too um, and
1: stay dry <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> yes i know it's supposed to be raining here in the city lot. rain <laughs> yes
0: And everybody continue being safe and healthy and wear your mask. Yeah. See you soon. Bye. Bye, guys.